Can you explain the contrast between, you know, the the ego differences from what you learned um, abroad and then what, when you came back to the United States um, for the Western culture, um, I, it, was it kind of like a, a, a culture shock coming back? Susan, I love that you asked that question. Thank you so much. My worst culture shock was not when I went to Bali. It was not when I went to Laos. It was not when I went anywhere. It was when I came back to my home culture. Welcome to the Create Happy Now podcast, dedicated to helping you start your journey to discover true happiness. Join me, your host, Susan Blanton, weekly as we explore the transformation stories and words of wisdom from our Masters of Happiness with tips you can start applying today to create happy now. Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and today on my show, I have Dr. Allison Kay. For more than 25 years, Dr. Allison practiced as a mind-body energy healer, founding the Vibrational Upgrade System and working in yoga, meditation, Chaigon, energy medicine, mind-body fitness, longevity, and holistic health with a specialization in the chakra system. Considered one of the leading experts in the fields of new thought, subtle energy and energy medicine, and the human potential field. She has spoken and taught around the world and has written four books, the award-winning What If There's Nothing Wrong, an an international bestseller, Vibrational Upgrade, A Conspiracy for Your Bliss, Easing Humanity's Evolutionary Transition, and then her third book, Reasonable Dragons, available both in Audible and print form, has become a number one international bestseller. Her fourth book, The Dragon Master Creatrix, Conversations with a Female Spiritual Teacher for These Times, released in January 2021 and has also become a number one international bestseller. Wow, that is a lot of books that are just... mm. I can just tell that they've got lots of fun, juicy uh, nuggets of things that we should dive into. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Allison. I'm I am so happy glad to be here with you. Yes, I'm so glad that you're here and I can't wait to just jump in on some things. And I wanted to see if you could kind of start out with just telling the audience what your what your journey was to, to, to right now. Um, you know, just because everybody's always curious, like, you know, yeah. we can be happy and we've got it all figured out, or we think we've got almost, I don't think we ever get it all figured out. We're always on that journey, mm-hmm. but we want to know, like, how, how did you get here? What, what brought you to this space? Yeah. So let's see if I can condense the fun story that it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have always been this way. I have always um, been this connected form of myself. Yeah. And it's been a process of learning how to allow these gifts and then how to cultivate them more. So I went in as a psych major in my third semester in for my bachelor's, I was um, horrified. I was, because I was asking, okay, how do we be the happiest, most thriving versions of ourselves? And found that they weren't teaching that. It was way different. It was about proving it as a science. It was about being able to apply their understandings of psychology to industrial management. 
uh, it just wasn't hitting the mark. So I've been looking at the holistic model ever since. And fast forward a bunch of years after having a lot of success uh, in California as a political organizer, helping get people elected to both the California and federal state uh, levels that were going to write, not just say yes, but write legislation to help protect the environment. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of stress because I had so much success. I was so passionate about it. It was such a natural fit for me. I rose up really quickly in the ranks, had a lot of success. And so they kept putting me in more and more stressful campaigns because uh, they wanted to place me where they needed a powerhouse realistically. And so I needed some kind of help. And I was walking through a bookstore and a book about meditating flew off the shelf right in front of my feet. And I decided not to step on it. <laughs> I've heard that happen a few times with people that are walking through and that book just just flies out. Fell off. Yeah, it literally fell off the shelf and stopped me in my tracks. So and it was such a natural fit me meditating. It felt very familiar um, that I then had the hubris to teach it within a year. So I've been teaching meditation since about 93. Mm. Um, so once the election season completed and I helped get, uh, I really am happy to say, I helped get the first Latino woman elected to the California State Assembly. And then she wrote legislation that saved the last bit of green space in mm. LA Basin. Okay, so I get out, I, I finish, I need a break. The couple of years doing that work is done and I go overseas and backpack and have fun for about six months and, and live in various places for about a month at a time, like on a Greek island. Wow. So, so I come back to the States and I go for my master's to help bring that work forward, protection of the environment through um, public administration and public policy focus. That was what my, is what my master's is in with the focus on environmental protective policies. Got out. As I was getting out, I got my first energy medicine modality and I, about three months of job hunting with like the guy I was involved with at the time, um, he would come home from work and I'd be like, how open are you to move into Alaska one day, the next day? Like, how open are you moving to North Carolina? Like, God bless him. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but after about three months, I realized that as I was asking the question, okay, where am I going to be able to affect more change in the system, like a local EPA or a state EPA or outside the system, like with a nonprofit, like I had worked with before, um, no doors were opening. You know, that feeling when it stuff, it just isn't moving and, and yeah. it feels like, okay. So I stepped back and said, okay, what are you trying to show me here? Asking my intuitive guidance and the connection I always, you know, had learned to consult with. Cause like in, by my early twenties, it were like, maybe at most three times that I didn't follow that guidance and chaos. Oh, yes. Dude, yeah. Oh, yes. So, it's just like a, oh, you know, I know yep. I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> or also like, damn it, why didn't I choose that and listen to, you know, my guidance? Um, so I heard, okay, Allison, if you want to affect change, do it one consciousness at a time. So I had in my bachelor's ultimately ended up with English literature as my uh, bachelor's in arts. And the focus was creative writing, which is why I moved to San Francisco. I moved to California from the East Coast to go for my master's in that. And then that job in the pol political world came up really synchronistically. So that took over. So now I had a master's in, in public administration, public policy, building on where I had been led to 
protect the environment. And I was like, okay, let me rely on my bachelor's. And in English lit, I went into the classroom and began to teach. And so I started to teach meditation to a male colleague, um, friend of mine too. Uh, there were boys recently and newly getting diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, keeping in mind that Ritalin, the drug came out before the diagnosis of ADD. So they had created a drug before they had a diagnosis. So there were a lot of boys getting diagnosed at the time. And my friend and male colleague and I decided to form a club to help them. So I taught them how to meditate. I taught them how to do Qigong. Um, and without going any further into that, uh, two years and a half, fast forwarding, I had been running energy medicine sessions on the side and holistic health and wellness sessions as my side gig while working full time in the classroom. One Saturday morning, two and a half years down the line, uh, I was looking at my checkbook and I was not thrilled at all with what I was seeing. Um, and I only had basic needs. I mean, granted, I wanted organic produce, which was still way more expensive at that time. I required a massage a week because I consider that preventative health 501. Um, I had ba I just basic needs of how I wasn't living elaborately and I wasn't having it be easy to have those expenses covered. I had minimal student loans because I worked all the way through my master's except at the end when I was writing my thesis. So, okay, I knew I required freedom. I knew I required to check back into that energy of adventure that I had, because I was even an exchange student in Venezuela in my senior year in high school. So I had traveled internationally quite a bit and needed and demanded a you sense of- You were itching for life. that adventure. Yeah, your soul was like calling you to that. And how to, you know, I'm in a body, I'm on planet earth, let's play. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so I had this sense like I'd be in a cage for the next bunch of decades, you know, and it wasn't okay with me. And I knew that I had the sense too that my society is expecting me to be okay with this positioning. No, right. not okay. So then at the same time, it might've even been that same Saturday, I was giving a session to a client. She's like in number three or four of a package of 10, really happy, both of us with the results she was getting. My hands are over her abdominal area. And I was like, okay, how, what would it be like if I got even more robust results for my clients? So these two things coalesced. In a month's time, I learned about the international school system uh, synchronistically, did what I had to do, filling out, uh, sending in CV, filling out forms, got flights, uh, then took all the interviews uh, in hotel rooms because the conference was in a hotel room. International school heads flew in from all over the world and each room was like, one was a school in Colombia, one was a school in Lebanon, one was a school you know, all over the world. So ultimately I got a bunch of job offers at the end of the week and I accepted Taiwan because I understood that- Interesting. The ancient Chinese culture, as well as the yoga culture, because I remember I was steeped in it. I, I had taken yoga as an elective in college, as well as the years already of teaching meditation. Never mind meditating myself. Don't never mind it. After also meditating on myself yeah. and still doing it, I realized they understood how energy and how consciousness works, mm -hmm. and are currently still operating from it in their society, including their healthcare system. Whereas in the West, it went underground around the, um, a little bit after the Renaissance time into the secret societies, like yeah. the alchemists. Yeah. So I moved there and I began to study prolifically in my um, downtime, you know, work, gym, afterwards. Um, I'd go, I sometimes did runs on the weekends behind this really cool monastery because um, they had a great trail there. And I would then like, humbly step onto the monastery grounds and end up interacting with monks and asking questions in my not fully fluent Chinese, but enough. Uh, and got to look at wow. like the idea that there's, 
I expected more meditation rooms, but there was, there was instead more classrooms. And I asked why, and they said, because we spend so much time talking about the sutras about the nature of the mind. And there was only one hall for group meditation. So I thought that was fascinating. And then I'd go every Sunday to get a traditional Twina Chinese massage and reflexology. And I'd sit there with the chart and in my Chinese, I'd ask, okay, so what happens here? And what does this mean? And what does that mean? And oh, why am I going out here? And so I <laughs> learned so much digging wow. and asking questions while I was still practicing. I was still as my side gig doing energy medicine sessions. Now I had gained five energy medicine modalities and holistic health and wellness sessions with colleagues, fellow expats, as well as local Chinese. So I was really developing that side gig. So when I came back, as well as like teaching in the classroom, creating, a, I taught AP Psych at one point, I created another course called uh, Global Psychology using the Dalai Lama's text where he would meet with scientists. I have some crystals in my hand. So he would meet with scientists, neurologists, psychiatrists, um, from the West every other year, and he produced texts. So the global psychology course I created, I used those texts in the intro to College 101 Western Psych book. Um, and I was reviewing stuff I had learned about neurology from meditating when I was teaching psych back into the intro to 101 textbook I had used back in college, a different version, obviously. So I approached things from a very integrated perspective, came back after 10 years, and dropped the classroom teaching and administrative role I had that whole career um, that I ended up having to get professionally trained in to be the bridge from English Lit into yeah. be a classroom teacher so I could manage the classroom and teach. Um, and took this, what had been my side gig full-time and created my business. And then a couple of years down the line, got asked by Voice America, like only a year and a half after I've been back in the States to do a radio show weekly on uh, the December 21st, 2012, Galactic Alignment. I wasn't doing anything in my business with it. I don't know why they reached out to me for it. I was taking, because I'm on the West coast of Florida, some clients on special VIP trips down to the Mayan ruins, which are right there in the Yucatan, like an hour flight across the Gulf of Mexico. But they had no way of knowing that. Nonetheless, I'm like, okay, another synchronicity. So let me tell you in 48 hours, I will listen to my intuition and see what we want to do here. And I said, yes, interviewed a bunch of experts about December 21st, 2012, and came to understand that 2012 to 2032 is a 20-year window of what's considered humanity's greatest evolutionary leap. A nickname yes. for these times is also our spiritual awakening times. So I then understood what was needed more as I listened under the stars, listened to my intuition. It was in meditation and just listened, listened, listened. And um, then integrated my background as a yoga teacher because my last year in Taiwan during my Chinese New Year break, I wouldn't come back to the States. I went to India, got a, my certification as a yoga and meditation teacher. So I had at that point been teaching meditation too to the students over there, like when they were in their college apps, because they were all headed for Ivy Leagues. They were Americanized Chinese whose parents had come over for grad work and then moved back. And so the kids were tracked for Ivy Leagues in America. So I taught even meditation during those psych courses and to juniors who were in the college app process and seniors. Um, so I continued to teach meditation. And I say all of this because I had a lot of understanding about the nature of the ego mind and particularly how it works in Westerners, having been a Westerner with a Westernized mind, yet living under the influence for 10 years and deeply studying it and deeply being stooped and steeped and immersed in it. So vibrational upgrade system, I realized is a common that I, that was needed for these times is a combination of the energy medicine and my background as a yoga teacher, yoga and meditation teacher to move people faster than either one of those alone do and set us up to thrive in these times. Cause these times are really different. 
Can you explain the contrast between, you know, the the ego differences from what you learned um, abroad and then what, when you came back to the United States um, or the Western culture, um, I, it, was it kind of like a, a, a culture shock coming back? Susan, I love that you asked that question. Thank you so much. <laughs> My worst culture shock was not when I went to Bali. It was not when I went to Laos. It was not when I went anywhere. It was when I came back to my home culture. I'll never forget. Here's an, and sort of further answer your question. One of the contrasts I learned was I was doing a, a procedure um, in energy medicine on a client and I was at her toes because I was balancing her central nervous system. And I have, I brought back these great footrests that are Himalayan lamps that people put their feet on and it warms them up and it just does a lot of great things so i was sitting there working on her toes looking up at her and she was giving me an update of what had happened since last week she was in the process of divorcing her husband and starting a new uh real estate business and she was saying i just have some blah, 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 blah i just have to figure it out and i was i found myself like riveted backwards because i don't know that i physically went backwards but in my consciousness i had to go backwards through so many, what felt like rooms or layers or whatever it was to access who I would be in order to use that kind of language. I just have to figure it out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just like, well, guess I'll just figure it out, you know? Um, so instead uh, of, but here's a contrast. Instead yeah. What would it be differently for you? Having learned how to just have my mind cleared of the busy monkey mind, have it reined in and disciplined and being able to have space for much more of my intuitive faculties to be used in a deal on a daily basis throughout my day. And that be the guiding figuring out system that I would have it I wouldn't need to do all of that mental gymnastics and it has to come from my mind and my intellect and I have to wrestle. And instead it was just an easy flow. Yeah, so it, it gets laid out in front of you rather than you having to like start thinking and logically going, okay, what are my options and how do I, you know? Yeah. No, you just like, hmm, the answer is going to be right in front of me. And trusting that. And also when I hear, when I say trusting that, it has a couple of different meanings, but where I see people trip themselves up so much of the time, in beginning use of intuition is, am I, is this just my imagination? Am I making this up? Those are typical questions. Going beyond the beginner level of intuitive guidance, when they get the guidance, not having the courage to take that, the ensuing action, that the guidance, because then that leads to the opening to the new life. And there is such a structure inherent to the ego mind, which is the term for the mind given to given from Buddhism, which is meditation. Um, Buddha took meditation in yoga, there's eight limbs, the body postures that we see in all the yoga students is only one of those eight, five of the eight are working with our consciousness and mind. Buddha took those five, traveled, up throughout India and then over in Asia. Now there's three different chapters, the three different sects or schools of main schools of Buddhism, uh, Mahayana, Theravada, and then what they do in India. So we use ego mind as a term because it's where the personality level of ourselves that got conditioned by parents, but conditioned by our culture, by our society, um, who we point to and say, she's like that, or that instant judgment will do to somebody because they dress it and look a certain way. Mm -hmm that personality level of self attached to the mind. Whereas the 
where I am is, is working with people to help them go to the higher self, which is the crown chakra, where you're accessing not only your guidance, but the higher you go, the more clear this noise is just to start with there, because there's a lot more involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, then you speak even more with the divine, right? So there's this alignment and then flow that happens. And so when people get the inspiration to take action from their guidance, like me, when I learned about the international school system and then that I could have a sense of adventure, I could increase my net cash flow, which I did by 60% from that move over to Asia. Yeah, my net cash flow increased by 60%, paid off the bit of student loan I had. And, and yeah, woohoo. So, like that action that I had to take, like, okay, I have to do research. I have to submit, create a CV that's appropriate for this. I have to get a flight. I have to do blah, 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 blah. Where I see a lot of people stopping themselves is they get the idea, the universe brings it in, our higher self brings it in to help us live up to more of our potential and they'll stop themselves. Part of the stopping of themselves is based on, I don't have enough confidence or, oh my God, my life's going to change too much or, oh my God, sabotage. all of the so many different forms that come in. Yeah. Um, why people don't follow through on that intuitive guidance, but that is the nature of the times we're in where it's almost like gas and break, uh, yin and yang, feminine intuition, time for expansiveness. So that more intuition comes in and then action, yang, stepping out. Now, how... <laughs> How can you explain to the listeners what's the difference between listening to your intuition and listening to your ego? Because yep. it's not just black and white um, for most people who don't even think about this. But if they're yep. like, okay, I need, I want to fo- start following my intuition because it sounds like that's definitely a benefit to me, but I don't even know where to start you know, I've just always been like a thinker and, you know, I have to logically, you know, plan ahead, set goals, you know, figure out everything. Um, How did they start kind of taming the ego and dipping into following their intuition? I remember when I was living in San Francisco and I was just starting to meditate. I saw a bumper sticker. Nah, I saw, maybe it was a bumper sticker over in Berkeley that said, you are not your thoughts. And that riveted me. Cause I grew up in a highly intellectual uh, household and just great, you know, honors student that go, go, go education. Woo-hoo! Succeed, um, succeed. Yeah. Achievement, achievement, make us proud, you know, high expectations, graduate yeah. of honors, <laughs> all that stuff. All of that. And so, um, when I saw that, I was like, what? I, but I got it. I wasn't like that. I wasn't like, what? I was like, woohoo, because I had already been meditating enough contextually that that could get in that bumper sticker, you are not your thoughts. So just let's do this. If there has been for 5,000 years, a system, which is actually a science from the subcontinent India that it's all over Asia of sitting down in a practice where you're observing your mind, that means the implication is we are not our mind. Yeah. We are more than our mind. Mm-hmm. So just taking that alone, you know how, let me just do a sidestep that will help. You know how we like optimize our computers and our gadgets and we maintain our homes and our cars. I find is me having lived like a lot of the expat life 
and, and traveling, et cetera, is I optimize my mind, body, spirit system. This is my home first yes. and foremost. So why in heck would you not understand how to optimize your most basic operating system? When I say I, most basic, I, I mean, before you go to the car, before you go to the gadgets, before you go to like, hey, <laughs> everything that's shown up in my life, except maybe 10% is because of what my beliefs are and the ones that I don't even hear. Well, another thing too, is if people take, first of all, they take advantage of our corporeal yeah. self, right? They just think it's just going to work. It'll get us through. Um, and what we don't really think about is everything in our life is not guaranteed to stay with us. So, you know, money, people, things, family, friends, jobs, roles. I mean, all of that, where we live, all our whole external can change and our body's going to change too. But I mean, we got to take this everywhere with us because without it, you know, we're, we won't be here. Right. We, we, this needs to be, I mean, if you're going to go on a trip on a journey, you got to ma maintain the car, right? You got to yeah. put gas in it. You got to make sure that, that you got it, oil it, in it. You know, you change the tires every once in a while um get washed every once in a while um <laughs> but but when it comes to our body we don't even think about that um especially i mean we might think about the outside we might be washing it and making it look as pretty as we can but we're not thinking about the inside and the mental and you know what the engine that's actually running it all you know our heart and our mind and our soul so I have been saying, I love what you just said, Susan. And by me saying this, it's going to show that I love what you said. I've been saying for years now, we take the divine feminine for granted. We take a mother's unconditional love. We take the milk from the breast. We take the air that we breathe, the oxygen. We take the chi that runs throughout our, it's chi. Another word or the phrase becomes vital life force energy. So for people who know Reiki, Qi translates to vital life force energy. Qi is for qi, from Qigong um, and prana in the yoga culture, Ka in the Egyptian culture, vital life force energy. It's invisible, vital life force. Mm -hmm. And so we take that for granted. We take the earth's sustenance for granted. We're doing a little bit less of that nowadays, right? And we're doing a little bit less of taking our health for granted nowadays because of COVID. So there's so many different directions I could go. I want to best serve you, Susan, and your listeners. Let me just say in this 20 year window of 2012 to 2032, humanity's greatest evolutionary leap, the first 10 years were about clearing, cleansing, and purging and awakening. That's why a lot of people had skin sensitivities, food sensitivities increasing because we were raising our vibration per the cosmos, per the, the influences that were vibrationally, our context we were living in that are also invisible. I'm not a professional astrologer, but I have been standing under the stars at night ever since I got back to increasingly to understand what's happening and to better frame it, to help people get maximize their potential during these times not just get through them i almost said that so um i'm saying this right now because 
the spiritual awakening times, you could maybe have had your ears awakened and have a sense of tinnitus. You could maybe have your skin have broken out and needing different laundry detergent. These are all signs of awakening and raising the vibration. And yet, and so COVID came in on the tail end of that. There's an increase in concern about our earth. Mm-hmm. And now we're in 2023, which is the part, the second half. 2022 or 2023 to now 2032. This is the next 10 year window. And what we're meant to be recognizing is our power to create from the choices we make. And that that is our inherent power. It's at the fifth chakra. That's why I pointed to my throat. And to get more of the consciousness that is checked out, the stats are about 85% of our daily choices are made from our subconscious and unconscious. So when we learn to drive a car, you know how you don't any longer say, put car in reverse, put car in drive. Yeah, it's just like an extension of yourself. Yeah, you don't have to say it out loud because it, so when, once you learned, it went lodged back there. Mm-hmm. So, and so are some of our beliefs that formed from our karma and our past lives, uh, getting through in our cellular matrix for every reincarnation. Don't worry about it if you don't believe in reincarnation, just hang with me here. Your parents uh, from zero to two, we weren't separate from them. We felt and thought what they did. When we start with trouble twos going, no, 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 we're starting to separate and form our own ego identity. And we're busy looking around saying, okay, how does life work on planet earth okay older sister older brother gets that great smile and that yummy feeling from mom older sister when she dresses up and 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 looks really pretty so how do i get that juicy feeling conclusion happens oh if i dress up and look really pretty i too can get that yummy feeling so what might happen if some other things come into play possibly maybe not other things needing to get into play that woman becomes more focused on her looks as an adult, because that's back there, a thought she never hears, a belief she's never heard, but it's behind her daily choices that are not questioned. So what I'm doing with the vibrational upgrade system, the combination of energy medicine and the mindfulness, the applied mindfulness is letting loose, clearing out what I call the back of the house consciousness so that our conscious mind, where we do hear the thoughts from, that is what we observe during meditation, has more consciousness flushed to it so we can see more and we can be more conscious and that means see new possibilities and that means not go down the same neurological path of an old storyline of i don't have enough money have that trigger cut and cleared and then the coaching necessary for the applied mindfulness and more clearings and activations to start a new path wait a second i actually have that thousand in that account that I can't afford that. Like starting to, or wait, I could actually do this on credit. And as you build and then eventually stop living off of credit. So just seeing that there's new possibilities, including people, here's a great example for money too. People who are in debt, getting down on themselves for debt. When instead you can recognize our society, the cultural conditioning is everybody lives in debt. Here's five credit cards, please, in your mailbox every day to apply for a new one. Point being though, is you use credit to invest in yourself. And then you pay it off. Right. Another framing of it is I've invested in myself. So like when people work with me, it's not about paying me. It's about investing in themselves and their transformation. So just opening up to new possibilities. Reframing everything. But but it's harder to do if you have all of that old stuff, because it's like more of the affirmation kind of energy where you got to convince yourself of this. Instead, it's just more like surfing when I can get in there with the clearings and activation. It's like, woo, this is easier to choose something new because you start to open up to what else is possible because you can feel it. 
So the intellectual coaching that happens out there, the affirmations don't work. You look in a mirror and if you're blonde, you say, I'm blonde. Nobody does that because they are blonde. You don't believe it, you know? Right. So you're pulling up the actual blockages. So you're reinforcing the blockages. So we got to get out of going to our intellect and our strategies to get change in our lives. We've got to go to the energy and clear the blockages. So we have more consciousness here to make more conscious choices for the new, because our ego mind is designed to keep us. You asked me about the ego mind. So our ego mind is designed to keep us safe. There's, and I know you know this all the time, Susan, there's so much more going on in the metaphysical beyond what our five physical senses can pick up. Western society, um, the, the psychology intro book has one chapter on perception, one on sensation. So our five physical senses have thresholds and they teach this, I taught this, because there really is so much metaphysical data in our environment that the divine formed thresholds so that we wouldn't go crazy. But <laughs> yeah. as we expand our consciousness and we a little bit at a time, we can accept more and more and not go crazy because we can handle more. So yeah. then we have more access to more intuition. So there's um, just so much else that's possible. And I could go into talking about the connection from there to the body's health. But the bottom line is, the more you have cleared out of the blockages in the back, the more consciousness you have, you're also, it's corresponding and correlating to specific chakras, depending on the aspect of life. And then you have more vital life force energy flowing throughout your system. And so if an area wants to get injured, like I was in a, I, I got hit by a drunk driver on my scooter and got in Taiwan and got twirled up. So got the impact so hard that I twirled three full times landing. Um, and the doctor said anybody else would have been dead or paralyzed, but because I had so much chi running through my neck area, it acted as a sponginess. Oh. And it's the same thing with the vital, because the chakra is the intersection of the mind, body, and spirit. And, and that's for another interview because it's a very extensive science, but the more consciousness or chi, let's use those terms interchangeably, you have access to, the more you're gonna have vital life force energy, keeping you healthier, to thrive. So basically, I guess what you're telling the <laughs> the um, audience is it's it's really important to to start your journey of discovering your intuition, strengthening it, and examining the barriers to that. Which one is you know an overactive ego, um, you know, belief systems that aren't serving you anymore. Um, you basically just have to be more mindful. Meditation helps a lot in, in uh, um, helping you discover all of those things. Um, but it, it also might take a, a coach or someone to help walk you through that. So um, Dr. Allison, um, can you, uh, before we get into some of the things that you offer, can you share what your favorite quote is? Yeah, I just, I, I do want to, okay, so let me do this quote as a way of doing it. Your life is created from the thoughts you don't even hear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, our subconscious thoughts, yeah. So, and unconscious beliefs uh, and conclusions. So therefore, you can't get to them. So there's nothing to examine. Mm -hmm. You could sit in meditation for years and minutes 20 to 30 is when you start to flush the subconscious. But if you work with somebody who can actually shift energy and clear blockages, then you can, I have had so many people throughout the years say to me, I didn't even know I had that block. I mean, it's what I do. So you can't do this on your own. I'm not trying to make you dependent on me, yeah. obviously. But I want you to realize so many people come to me frustrated because they've been working on this issue for years and they haven't moved beyond it because they, you can't on your own. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Or you can, but it'll take a lot longer. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you want to get it done, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, uh, it, it can be rough, you know, it can be a very long journey, but if you want it a little bit shorter then uh, you know, you need to uh, access some help. Um, so what is your happy hack that you um, practice on a regular basis when you kind of need uh, a little bump in your energy levels? I have so many. Um, the quickest one is just to shift into gratitude. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's huge. I mean, it, sometimes you just have to go into, I'm grateful that I have a, a roof over my head. I mean, I remember being in a place where I was in such desperation <clears throat> that I just had to start with, well, at least I have food to eat and a shelter over my head. Yeah. You know, I have air to breathe. I'm able-bodied. I have my sight. I have, my, you know, I mean, you just kind of have to go to the, the basics sometimes and realize, okay. Um, yeah. And just start focusing on what's going right instead of what's going wrong. Definitely. Um, so Dr. Allison, can you tell the listeners, uh, what you have going? Um, do you have anything for them for listening today? Uh. You can receive some of this free coaching um, in my free vibrational upgrade group Okay. on Facebook. I also, if you put my middle initial J um, on Amazon, uh, there's another Allison K author. And so uh, I use the J to distinguish. And then on YouTube, you put my name in with the J. There's free clearings there you can get started with. Yeah, I'll put a link down here for that. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Allison, for joining us today. And yes, I really, thank you. I really think that you gave the listeners a lot to think about quite the earful. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think, I hope that that gives people a little bit more um, hope for some adventure into what our intuition can do for us. I mean, the difference that you had having gone over uh to asia and then coming back and and the the vast difference in the thoughts you know that 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 you went through um you can tell that that that's definitely profound um and it's Cheers. it's a much more enjoyable easier more carefree abundant life when when you are living in the wisdom of your intuition because the source is able to get in yeah there's other support beyond just your own efforting and the people around you and there's so much new support coming in now because of the nature of the times yes yes very crucial right now to to get into this for sure Indeed. so well thank you so much and we'll definitely have to have you back on because we have to talk about chakras <laughs> yeah let's play thank you let's do let's it. Play today it was really fun and i hope you know just remember you guys have some kind of disruptor whether it's you know those elastic bands that have been out for a while or oh <laughs> as your mind's going down the same old storyline hey 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 what if there's nothing wrong here yes my first book what if there's nothing wrong yeah. you know disrupt it new yep. story change the pattern change the pattern pattern interrupt right yep all right. Well, thank you, Dr. Allison. And we'll have you, you on again soon. Thank you. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.